they're like, yeah, that's not good, but that's just a few bad apples. It's yeah. like, no, any of them that know that's going on. Yeah. Or if you're a part of an org, it's like if 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 I was part of an organization that was doing that, you'd expect me to resign. It's like the uh, the Tony Tempa video where they're choking him to death and they're laughing about it. All guys, of them. There's nobody in. There's like five or six cops. Y'all remember this chopper? Yeah. Video. I mean, this was yeah, like this was truly one of the first. Because I mean, you know, YouTube wasn't really a thing. Viral videos weren't huge yet. Yeah. You know, and so like that was an email thing. Yeah. This was yeah. an email thing, and it was a big like it was really truly. I don't know that what I could see now that would shock me. Yeah. I, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I've been so desensitized yeah. because of what's on the screen now. I mean, real life stuff, not desensitized like movies or yeah. video yeah. games. That's what we used to think was. We've seen just people get shot. You know, yeah. which we didn't. Real people. You know. But anyway, back then that was very shocking, and it was very powerful. If you could show that to people who were pro-war, yeah, like normal people, you could see them not feel good about that, yeah, because the way it was, it was not just what they did; it was the comments. You could hear for the first time how soulless these people are mm-hmm. that are doing this, yeah, that are gunning people down, children, women, yeah, you know, you know, like calling them names, like you know, expletives, racist things and yeah. stuff while they're shooting them, laughing about it. You got one, you know, yeah. like rough. Yeah. And you could, you could affect people back then with that. Yeah. And I don't think we can anymore. No. And, and I hadn't thought about it till you just said that, but I remember when I was in high school, I never watched it, but there was a video series like VHS tapes called faces of death. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it. It doesn't, I don't think it rings a bell. The, essentially it was just, Clip after clip after clip of people dying. Snuff films. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they weren't. I, I wouldn't call it a snuff film because I don't think any more murders. But they were just like death caught on camera, like accidental stuff. Right. Right. And it was very illicit. And there was one guy in our class who had a copy, and it was like terrifying to even think that that existed. I was probably existed. much sheltered away from. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I, it, it. It was spine tingling to even know that a tape like that existed. Yeah. And now you can get on YouTube and find people dying all the time. Yeah. No big I mean, deal. Yeah, I mean, it's like, even like through all these riots and stuff that have been yeah. going on, there's 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 videos like that. It's like the, the Bo Burnham thing, you know, a nine-year-old who yeah. died. You know, it's like just, you just scroll through this stuff, you just see stuff mm-hmm. all the time, you know, I mean, like, and it is, it is that funny feeling. It's like this weird, just sort of, I don't know, man, like this sort of spaceless, empty thing where like because of how much we get all the time everything all the time that Mm -hmm. nothing means anything Mm -hmm. Uh, and like I was talking about whenever there is no WikiLeaks when there are no videos like this going around it's a big deal it's impactful Mm -hmm. and now I really think that same video would just be like yeah I mean yeah it happens it wouldn't even last half a day on the news cycle yeah so that's you know truly one of the I don't know probably one of the worst things of the internet or the or the proliferation of the internet over the last I mean that's really just over the last decade cuz like I said I know this was around 08 to 2011 I'm going to say cuz yeah. it was when I was in college for sure yeah. whenever the whenever the sort of the WikiLeaks stuff started to come around and I know I watched that that video in college cuz I mean I was like I said it was sort of punk rock to be anti-war I was super anti-war um, very pro Ron Paul type of anti-war, you know, his, his branch of it. It's kind of gross to really think about how many awesome. horrific acts have been. How many, you never know. We might get some pre-show. Yeah. How many horrific acts, when you look back at our history, 
never were uncovered until 20, 30 years later. And when were they like the, the Tuskegee experiment or, right. uh, some of the atrocities that were going on in the, uh, Japanese internment camps, stuff like yeah. that. There's so many, and I need to start keeping a list because I'll forget yeah. about these. I know. Like, things like Tuskegee when you run yeah. across them, and then I forget. And I would like to have like six examples to tell people. Like, yeah. You know, rattle them off. Yeah. There's and another one too of uh, that I didn't even know about till the other day. There's a, uh, we tested mustard gas on our own troops. Yeah. But it was only the black troops. Right. We didn't, mm-hmm. we didn't do it on everybody. So there's things like that throughout history that, that we've always done that have always been horrific, but they weren't documented well at the time because they were so top secret and now we got to the point where we know these things as they're happening and it only was impactful for about a five-year period yeah now it happens and it's just another day yeah so it's kind of a weird i don't even know how to explain it but there was it, it mattered and then it didn't yeah i think that it really just goes back to it's the same thing when you try to have an anti-government or an anarchist conversation with somebody, you know, pro-anarchy is, there's this cognitive dissonance where people are just not willing to let go of their comfort. I mean, the yeah. the, the programming and the brainwashing, and I don't I don't mm-hmm. like to use the term brainwashing because it sounds so loaded, but I mean, it it is the, the narrative has been controlled so well that you have, like, obvious, like, government is an assumed thing. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, we have to have the state. Yeah. And then we work from there to make it as mm-hmm. good as we can. Whereas, you know, maybe the state is the reason that we have all of these. Like, instead of blaming it on humanity, maybe it is the state that's doing it. And yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah like the Stanford Prison Experiment, whenever you do give humans a certain, when you put them in a certain situation, they will react this way. Mm-hmm. But maybe if we don't present that situation to them, they won't. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. heard Michael Malice talking about this. He was just on a podcast with Lex Friedman. Have y'all ever seen any of those with Friedman? Mm-hmm. He's pretty. He's pretty good. They're long, so they're they're interesting. But you need to look at him, Lex Friedman. He's like an MIT guy, and he's got this. He's really. I didn't know who he was till Miles was on there, like mm-hmm. eight, like six months ago. He's got like two million YouTube subscribers. <clears throat> but he's had tons of people on Brett Weinstein, Jordan Peterson, just mm-hmm. everybody. Anyway, um, he's kind of like a nerdy Joe Rogan. Okay. Um, which I like better because he's not a broy <laughs> Joe Rogan. Yeah, uh, like he's not Joe Rogan. He's not bro Rogan. <laughs> he's not. Yeah, he's not bro Rogan. Um, but anyway, Michael Malice was talking about. He said, you know, I describe humans as animals, and I don't mean that. Usually, that means in the sense that they're like brutal or bad. But like, yeah. look at animals. You get both sides when you see animals. You know, you'll see, uh, you know, cats in the wild take care of dogs that are abandoned. You know, yeah. it's like there are things that happen that are that animals do that there is some empathy and sympathy or the way that, you know, certain herds wolves will circle around the injured one and protect them. And, you know, mm-hmm. so there's all kinds of, and then there is the, the brutal side, you know, like, like killer whales that they don't even want to call killer whales anymore. They want to call them orcas. Cause apparently we have to be nice to the killer whales, but do y'all know why killer whales are called killer whales? And this is what the joke I always make with people at sea world. You know, they're like, we need to shut down sea world. Think of this like, no killer whales are called that because they are serial killers to other whales. They kill blue whale children. I think they're called calves. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, they kill calves and just play with the bodies. They don't eat them. They don't do anything. They literally are just serial killers. They <laughs> kill for sport. They're like the only. They're the only mammal in the ocean that they know of that kills for sport. I didn't know that. For food. Yeah, I didn't and that's know why that. they're called killer whales. And we made a children's movie about it. Yeah, yeah. nothing to do with killing humans. Nothing. Yeah. It's it's actually that they are. 
killers to other whales. That's what they did. So they kill for sport. So that's what I tell people that are like, no, we need them in captivity. Yeah. They're like, free the killer whales. I'm like, no, no, they should be in captivity. We are helping the rest of the ocean by putting them in captivity because they're freaking psychopaths. Yeah. They kill, they like toss the bodies in the air. Mm. You can look this up. It's nuts. Yeah. They are. They're psychopaths. So you also have that side of being animals. So, yeah. If we are animals, yeah, there we have the, this duality, you know, mm-hmm. where, but part of that duality is empathy and sympathy, and that exists in human nature. And we don't need to present humans with situations that will make them act in their worst instincts. Yeah. And giving unfettered power to humans is one way to make them act on their worst instincts. And so not giving that, not giving them a monopoly on violence, always having something in the back of their mind where they know that the violence they use can be used against them Mm -hmm. is the key to keeping people in check. But if you give them a monopoly on violence, just look at what has been done throughout human history, and it is brutal. Yeah. But that's all government. That's not humans. 